0: The Weekly Dish Podcast is brought to you by Lake Winds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lake Winds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Lake Winds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. If you're working from home like me, you're probably noticing some of the spring cleaning tasks that we can get a jump on. I need to clean some baseboards, dust some blinds, and swap out the winter closet for the spring closet as the weather gets warmer. And when I get going on a cleaning binge, I turn to Lakewinds for cleaning supplies that are non-toxic but effective at sprucing up my spaces. Reusable cloths, laundry soap that stretches farther, great smelling cleansers for the bathroom and the kitchen that won't harm the environment or your family. And speaking of spring, it's time to sign up for your CSA shares. CSA stands for Community Supported Agriculture. A number of local farms have their CSA drop-offs at Lakewinds. You sign up for a share and pick up a box of locally grown greens and produce each week during your grocery run. Having a CSA keeps you eating healthy and seasonally, and it's so fun to see the fresh produce that you get in your box each week, and you can strategize what to make with it. Find all your healthy spring eating and spring cleaning solutions at Lakewinds Food Co-ops in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield, or by ordering online at lakewinds.com
1: we chicks, it up. and we will This is The Weekly Dish on my talk 107.1. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are here to usher in what some people still think of as a weekend. <laughs> it is getting a little blurry. It's getting a little blurry. I was on uh, a video, Happy Hour, last night with Justin Sutherland, and we were both recounting that we've just decided it's Tuesday forever. Because I literally, I, w- I said to him, I'm like, yeah, like two days ago, when it was Thursday, all I could think of was, God, it's Monday, and how come everybody's, and he's like, Well, Thursday was yesterday, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it?" Yeah,
0: I feel like maybe I come on every week and talk about how much I drank alone, which I don't know if that's relatable or not. But
1: I think that (laughs) I don't know if there's anybody who isn't doing that. So I think that you are.
0: We were. We had three days of not drinking this week, like where we were measured. Like okay, but the reason we had three days was because on Tuesday. I, like, opened up this delicious bottle of wine, and then I had a couple glasses, and we ate dinner, and then I got on the phone with my friend Stacy, (laughs) and an hour and a half later... We haven't talked about Stacy, but keep going. Okay, so an hour and a half later, I get off the phone, and I go to put my wine glass away, and I look at the bottle, and there's literally one inch left. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh mm-hmm. well, that's sadness. I that's- better drink that inch." So I go to bed, and Kurt's up there watching something, and he's like, "Oh, how Stacy?" I'm like, "She's good." I'm like I, on the other hand, have drank an entire bottle of wine, it, not even like paying attention. I was not hungover the next day, though, so I don't know what that says. Uh,
1: maybe not a lot think, of tannins. I think I think a lot of people are gonna. <laughs> it's different though, because also you're doing it over a longer period of time, maybe. Yeah, I started at... Five thirty. Yeah, I'm just trying to. <laughs> I help went to out, bed at ten thirty. Um, there was uh, yeah, definitely. Well, you know, last Friday when I did my happy hour, and then I came on radio Saturday morning last week. I was a little bit, you know, crispy around the edges because I had had basically like a whole bottle of gin I realized when I got home I was like I mean it was a 375 it was a small one but I was like drinking the martinis I was like dang where did that bottle go and I pulled it up and I found it and it was like you know there was like a sip left in one of those I was like that's probably not the best idea but you know that's what happens I think that in this time and place where we are it's like everything is just different there's like a time warp happening that's okay
0: yeah completely I
1: feel like it's okay. I feel it's okay to recognize I feel like as long as you can keep your stuff together <laughs>
0: yeah um I did I felt like too this is such a like weird psychosis, but I felt like if i told told my husband and like told my sister and told then I like told on myself then I wasn't like having secret shame about it. I was just trying to like own my behavior and be better, yeah, so yeah, I don't know that's no, my
1: I think you're good um. Uh, did you, did you read the Gabriel Hamilton piece? I did. Did you? Okay. So if you guys haven't, we're going to put that on the Facebook page for you if you haven't seen it. It's from New York Times. Yeah. I hope you want to go th- throw that on there. Um, Gabriel Hamilton is an author who you and I have discussed, you know, many times, and she's Blood a restaurant and bones, owner. Yeah. yeah, what is it? Blood and bones. Blood and bones. And then mm-hmm. she has, I think, another one or two more books. Um, but she is, you know, she's a she's a writer who and a chef who opened a restaurant called Prune in New York City, and she wrote a beautifully eloquent piece, as she does, about closing it and about what that was like. And it felt really real. It was the most. It was the best I think explanation of what I know these chefs to all be going through. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thread that I was reading through it was I've heard all of this from and I'm not saying like she's not special. I'm saying they are all feeling this intensity of emotion and feeling and and the idea of, you know, closing their space that it was, you know, it was and her restaurant was very unique in that it's, you know, it's been there for a while. It's still solely owned and operated and she makes comments in there about like how her neighborhood has grown up around her. And all of a sudden it's, you know, people with, you know, restaurants, but then also PR, you know, (laughs) uh, professionals and ghost, ghost writers for their cookbooks. And so, you know, she was kind of in the beginning of, you know, pushing the food front forward and yet still a very sole independent business person. And I think that that's, it's very telling and very interesting.
0: I thought it was interesting too. She talked about laying off her wife yeah. Because obviously it's a family business at this point. So that's interesting when it's two of you in a business. Yeah. The pressure is really great because you have no incomes now. Right. I I liked her talking about the safety aspects. It's been kind of a strange week for some of the more high profile chefs, the Tom Colicchio's of the world, the... Um, Why for
1: Tom Colicchio? Did I miss?
0: Well, because he was talking about how basically he felt like it was irresponsible to keep a restaurant open during coronavirus. Oh,
1: I didn't see that.
0: And particularly if for him, you know, like we could only make $5,000 a week and that's not going to cut it. And some people thought that was kind of like tone deaf. Like
1: it is. It It is. um, It's a small versus a giant. It's someone who has a
0: TV Uh, Empire. Empire. And a lot of other ways to make income, not just their particular restaurant, was the gripe. Yeah. I hadn't seen that. Yeah. And then also like Thomas Keller and uh, I can't even think of the other chefs that that are on the President's Council for restaurants. Yeah. A lot of big names. The fine dining chefs. Not a lot of kind of day-to-day dining out chefs in America. Yeah. Kind of representing more of the top one percent of the fine dining which world. is also not yeah as prevalent as the rest
1: there was there's not a lot of representation
0: yeah so it's just kind of an interesting week and i think it's an interesting week in general in that people are really getting worn down worn down of the masks worn down of how long is this going to be is our entire summer going to be spent doing this what is happening with food what is happening with can i possibly cook one more interesting meal i don't think i can it doesn't have to be interesting
1: <laughs> i'm going to tell you that we had a moment where we had the chicken fingers this week because it was like you know and i've stopped like trying to post interesting lunches and things like that because you know what there so, is none <laughs> well and you know it's like i can't do i can't do it all either and that was you know a lot of people i think are kind of realizing that you know this push to like hold yourself up and everything else. It's okay. And especially in a beautiful weather situation where we're kind of coming into, it's okay to just sit there and do nothing and kind of like, let the sun be your task for the day.
0: I sort of feel like that manic creative energy that happened early on was, um, go ahead. The manic creative energy that happened early on for everybody to like do stuff and do stuff and do stuff I feel like that's kind of now settling into what the more normal is, which is you can't operate at that pace all the time and to have some grace for yourself. Like if you're struggling or you're sick of it and you need to just lay in bed some morning, go ahead and do that. Yeah.
1: Well, and, you know, the idea that, uh, you know, you think about this, like if you ever go... On a trip, you know, to go and, and you're like, we're going to cut off ourselves from cell phones and everything else. And you, yep. you you commit to doing that, right? And that first part is really hard. It's really weird. It's really hard to not have your cell phone or whatever. And then by the, you know, maybe by like, you know, a third of the way, a fourth of the way, you know, a little bit more over half, you start to sort of sink into this different reality. I think in a weird way, that's what we're kind of experiencing. And that's also why so many people were protesting, you know, because they were, they, they, they're, un, they don't know how to deal. Deal with the uncomfortableness and, and trust me, I am not downplaying anyone's unemployment and, and anyone's business because I understand the real fear, the real pain and the real struggle of not having um,
0: t- a business, you know, and bills and, are starting to come due. Yeah.
1: And I mean, and I, Personally, my family has closed businesses because of things, so I know what that's like. I'm not trying to belittle that, but I'm just saying for the general public of people who are like, I don't, I want to go to my restaurant, I want to go to my bar, I want to go sit, you know, in a movie theater and all this stuff. That stuff is it just it gets uncomfortable, and then you don't know what to do with it. So,
0: yes. Yes. I don't know. So I made hummus. Okay. You made (laughs) hummus. And I posted a recipe. I made scallion pesto. Your trick about, I think it was your trick about growing more scallions in the water. It's not me. It's
1: the entire internet. It's the entire internet. And it's the entire
0: Korean culture, by the way. Well, and so, like, I always make pesto with lots of things. But to make scallion pesto, they keep growing. So you have it indefinitely. And it's pretty delicious and it's a little bit lighter than some of the basil pestos cuz it's just I don't springier. Really know
1: how that's going to work. You know, I to me the it's idea delicious. I mean scallions to me are just so sharp that like a pesto that doesn't really match for me.
0: It it when you make it it they mellow out. I don't know why, but all of that cutting and an chopping onion.
1: <laughs> it releases <laughs> so it's onion pesto and I don't I don't get it. Like I'm not saying it's not good. I wouldn't try it for sure. I just it just didn't like I saw that and I was like I didn't it's understand. fantastic. Is there cheese in it? You're doing it exactly like
0: a cheat. Like to me, a pesto. Yeah, I put some. I put some. I do put cheese in there, but I don't put it in until after. After what? I'm serving when I'm serving. Oh, so it's not a. Okay. So what's the fat? A lot.
1: Just a, olive, olive oil, garlic. Okay.
0: Lemon. So I
1: feel like it's more of like a chimichurri in a weird way. If it doesn't have cheese, I'm just this is all for my own. I'm not trying to, you know, when you
0: make pestos a lot of times and you're going to freeze them, they tell you to put the cheese in after.
1: Oh, I don't freeze. That's
0: why I freeze a lot. Most of my pestos that. I yeah. make. Yeah,
1: no, I just always make them for the dish. So.
0: So, yeah, it was really good. And okay. then I made a hummus. I've made preserved lemons. I think did I tell you this, that I start panicking about lemons because that's a big thing for me. So, I started preserving them just because I thought there's going to be a day where I'm not going to have a lemon. And what am I going to do? Because I can't run out to the store. So, after I used lemons, I started shoving them into a mason jar after they're juiced. And then I added salt and water and some lemon juice. And I've just had these jars of preserved lemons. So, I started using those. So, I put some in this hummus. It was fantastic.
1: Hmm. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, um, I always, there's always more hummus in my house than I need. I'm just going to put it that way. Even now? I, yeah. Cause I've, that's how we were before. No, I mean, I've bought some and then actually someone brought me some. And so I was like, I just, I have, I realized I, I took this tub of hummus from a, a friend and I was like, oh, this is great. And then I realized I'd had already a tub and a half inch, a half finished tub. I just, wow. I get excited for hummus and then I don't eat it. So yeah. I'm just trying to be realistic about it. All right. We're going to take a quick break, you guys, when we come back, where we have a great show ahead of us. We're going to talk about, uh, uh, tap rooms. We're going to talk about uh, batch cooking. And we have some other fun stuff coming this uh, this this couple of
0: hours here on The Weekly Dish. So we'll be right back. Welcome back to The Weekly Dish. How is everybody doing today? Great. Um, great. Uh, Stephanie, I want to tell you a couple stories. Okay, what are the stories? First of all, I got a call after the show last week. Okay. And I didn't get the call. My husband did. Mm-hmm. And it was from... Our mother, my mother-in-law, Dolores. Okay. Who, if you remember the story, maybe from the Jason show around Christmas time, we had the mystery Christmas guest that she Oh, the kind boyfriend of, or whatever? He wasn't a boyfriend. He was a friend. But uh-huh. yes, yeah. John came to Christmas Eve and it was sort of like an uproar that she invited some strange man that we don't know to Christmas Eve. In any case, they are bridge friends and he is a big fan of the show and listens And we were talking last weekend about my 87-year-old mother-in-law, right? Yeah. And I was telling you about the marrow toast that she made. and Yeah.
1: The dog bone marrow toast. Yes.
0: And I've been on the air with you 12 or 13 years. 175 years. years. I don't know one time that I've ever had my mother-in-law listen to the show. (laughs) But this was it. Well, she... Called Kurt to say that John, the mystery friend, listened to the show. And then she started listening because he told her that we were talking about her. What I did not realize, and I'm sorry, Dolores, but Dolores presents as sixty-five. She's very youthful looking. Mm -hmm. And Dolores is a little vain. She doesn't necessarily want people to know how old she is. She's listening to she probably is. So, apparently, John, the Mystery Bridge guest, was like, well, I had no idea how old you were. Oh. So, she was outed from me, from the show. Wow. And... There's, like, an Office episode like that? (laughs) Yes. So, she called Kurt and was like, well, I've been outed. (laughs) So I thought that was kind of interesting. Wow. And I was also like, wow, she heard us talk all about the dog bones. Right, it wasn't about the dog bones.
1: It wasn't about that at no, all. No, she was... wasn't
0: upset about eating the no. dog bones. No, She did point out, she sent me a text on the way in today. She said, just so you know, on the New York Times, there's apparently an article about making marrow at home. <laughs> I mean, amen. I'm so all for So that. I'm all so for So I it. just thought it was kind of funny that we accident- I accidentally outed her. It's pretty good. And her age. Pretty good. Um, okay, from the just dumb camp. Okay, dumb camp. I want to read you the headline that I got from a PR agency this week. Okay. And I feel we were... T- you mentioned that you feel sorry for them because there's not a lot of news. <laughs> no. And so I do too, but How here was PR the headline. How people do this? I don't know. Social media mentions of restaurant delivery services jumps 1,700%. Contactless delivery, delivery slots are trending themes. And then they pitch like some expert. Yeah. I was like... Really? What do you think the
1: expert's going to say? Delivery's hot right now. <laughs> like Uber
0: Eats was out of this world. Listen, everyone is talking DoorDash, about yeah, takeout. People are downloading DoorDash. I, mean, I just was like, okay, wow, this is when you need to self-evaluate. I know,
1: I know. You know, there's a thing about, um, you know, people are, by the way, there's a couple articles... Here's the deal. Everyone knows that it's tough because DoorDash and all those big companies, they take fees from restaurants and everything yes, they else. Do. And I know there's been articles out there saying, like, don't, you know, just don't use them. And I agree that it's best to then to pick up from a restaurant if you can or use the, their own service. Um, but just remember that some don't boycott stuff for and Don't tell everyone to boycott stuff because some restaurants, that's their only way of getting the food out, you know, in delivery aspects. And can't we
0: just... Let's just, okay, this is not where I was going to go, but we're going to go. Okay. Are you ready for
1: this? I'm ready.
0: Why do we feel the need to shame people? Shame about masks. Shame about social distancing. Shame about don't do it this way, do it that way. If you want to say, hey, by the way, did you know that services like Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats generally can charge anywhere from 15 to 30% on top of the, for the restaurant to deliver that, for us to deliver That's fine. You're making people aware. You can give them an alternative, which would be to go direct. And if they want to do that, they can. There's no judgment. There's no shame. There's just information. You decide what you want to do with that information.
1: Yeah you do want to call out bad actors. I guess that's the thing is it because a lot of people I get the fact that a lot of people don't even know that DoorDash takes a chunk of money from the restaurant. So I do feel like there's a point of saying, hey, just, so you know, this is what they do. And, and I think the problem that is the difference is when it gets into that, like you're
0: evil because of this. Yeah, because I think it's just information. For some people, it's not handy to do curbside pickup, right? They can't. So, is the restaurant still getting revenue from you ordering through DoorDash? Yes, they are. Yeah. Is it as much as if you went and picked it up directly? No, it's not. But I also, I mean, this is America. It is capitalism. If yeah. you want to create an app that provides a service for someone and people find a value and want to pay for that, I know you get the opportunity to do that. I think that's true. But
1: here's the other side of it: shaming kind of works. I mean, if you think about it, the reason that Ruth
0: Chris is giving back. 20 million dollars is because they got shamed into it. But and and that's I want to bring up that one in particular. I do not fault Ruth Chris for applying for these loans. There were vague rules about who could, who couldn't. That was on the government to provide a clear direction of what these loans were for and who was intended to apply. That they took the money and the guy makes six million dollars and they publicly buy back their stock and they're generally a crappy operator in that regard, fine. Right. But You know, I don't blame them for doing what was their right to do. Right. If they want to give the money back, that's exceptional. I love it. And probably you're right. The shaming did do that. Yeah. But I just I feel like we're in a really weird place where it's just everyone is shaming everybody about everything. And when you walk by someone and they're too close to you. Oh, you know,
1: I'm over the, I, for me and, and personally, it's the, it's the baseless shaming. When someone posts, there's a picture posted and someone says, you're too close. You have no idea what the situation is there.
0: No. You have no idea if those are people who live in the same house. Yes, my girlfriend was at the grocery store and ran into her ex-husband, who her children live yes, with. Yes,
1: exactly. We four have days a, a week. Yep, yeah, we have a whole thing with that, with other people. I've yeah, seen so that. So if
0: he's breathing, if, if they're at the store closely talking to each other. Yeah. They're fine. They're breathing each other's air one way or another. Right. And she said that like all these people at the co-op were just giving her the death stare. Yeah. I, I just, it's not helpful, I guess, No, is my but point.
1: It, it, it comes from fear. And that's, I think if we recognize that, then it's a little bit easier yeah, to understand. We have switched
0: roles. I know. You are being like the Pollyanna nice person and I'm the ranter. I think that there is, is—I, uh, I, you know what, it's, I'm just trying to be...
1: Because, you know, we get we get letters here, too, that yes, people do. are mad at us for saying things and whatever. Yes, and I do. just try to understand. I had a woman who uh, sent a letter to the magazine saying that she thought she was disappointed with our restaurant coverage during this time, that she didn't think we were doing enough. And that just put me into a deep depression because... I can totally understand why all it I've would. done, yeah, saying... Yeah. And I was like... But I realized, one, she was... There was something else going on in her life sure. that was... And two, she just hadn't seen. Maybe she, maybe she wasn't dialed in. Maybe she didn't know. And so I sent her a nice note back just saying, you know... And being honest and saying, like, wow, I you know, all I've done is work 16 hour days to make sure that this is what's happening. And I feel like I wanted to make sure that you understood. And so I'm sharing all of this stuff that we've done, because if you haven't seen this or didn't know this, I need to know why. And I didn't get any response back or anything. But so that to me says like someone is in a place of fear and in a place of angst in their own life and they're just lashing out.
0: So let's, uh, in the week where, in the in the week where we many parents have been told that they're going to be homeschooling for the rest of the year Shout let's just teachers. try to have some compassion and grace as we go to break. Let's just take a moment <laughs> have a zen breath together we am going to breathe you out and we'll be right back
1: Everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us this gorgeous Saturday. Here's my weather report. Nice. Uh it did rain yesterday a little bit. Oh, a sprinkle. A sprinkle here and there, but I'm kind of excited for uh for a little fire action later hopefully. Um guess what? We have on the line with us joining us today is Darcy from Let's Dish. Are you there Darcy? I sure am. Thanks Hi, welcome to me. the show. <laughs> yeah thank you I'm so excited because you know I was thinking about and and Hanson and I were talking about you know trying to come up with meals and kind of getting a little frustrated and a little bored with trying to be as creative as possible and I thought about I was so glad to have you on because you guys have been a Minnesota company that has been sort of helping people actually come up with meals for a long time that's
2: right yeah it's been believe it or not over 16 years and uh Every month we have a new menu and, uh, you know, bring back a lot of favorites and all that good stuff. But it, we are uh, full of options, that's for sure.
1: I can't <laughs> believe you guys started in 2003. Yeah. I mean, like, that seems to me that was the day, you know, that was the year my kid was born. And I feel like that you, just, it's just uh, weird to think it, you guys have been around that long. Percy was cutting it, edge.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it totally is a time warp. I mean, speaking of kids, I mean, our kids were toddlers like kindergarten and in diapers during Claire and now they're college students and at home during this time with us which actually is quite nice I'm I'm thankful for that but uh, well then you're lucky
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know a lot of college kids are feeling a little restless (laughs) But
2: that's
1: yeah, good. yeah. Normal. So yeah, let's dish started out as you know the, the it, how it started out was like you guys you know and 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 still is a place where people can go and they could they could do like the prepping of a big batch meal and then doing it all together and then it's sort of like you would come home and you'd have all these packs of frozen or you'd have all these meals prepped and ready to go.
2: Absolutely. Yep. You could customize them in our and you still, well, non-COVID times, you still could customize them yourself in our store and then you take them home, load up your freezer and you're ready to go with lots of great meal options. But over the years, we really have been evolving um, just, you know, as our customers have. And what people really want are just great meals. Nice variety, like you're saying, um, and quick and easy to go. So we've installed in all of our stores, we've expanded all of our freezer cases at the front of the store. And and now today um, have taken that even further uh, with Let's Dish Express. You can go online to the website, choose express, and then you can just literally shop out of our freezer case. Um, so we've got all of our meals are three serving size or six serving size. Um, so, you know, for different households, different needs, you know, we've also got appetizers, veggies, um, you know, sides and all of that as well. So yeah, it's been, it's been really great. And what that's allowed us to do is to have always have our favorites, you know, customer favorites, like barbacoa beef burrito bowls, which people love our family style chicken pot pie. Um, you know, the bourbon glazed meatballs, just so many of the favorites. And then also, we can always bring in new stuff, um, all the time. So for example, Um, you know, we've got a really yummy, um, Chinese lemon chicken, which all ages would love. And, and, um, also like, you know, even this, this month, we actually just released our first vegan dish, pasta pomodoro. So yeah, we're excited to kind of experiment in that area as well.
1: How do you guys Uh, figure out, like, what do you like, do you ever go like into like, you know, areas where like, we're going to do a bunch of Thai dishes this week or that kind of stuff?
2: Yeah. 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 We, um, we always have um menu items in the hopper, if you will, so we've got like a lot of data you know around what people have liked and enjoy and we and and so we again, like I said, bring back a lot of the favorites, but we also are always expanding into new items and um so yeah, like you know Thai um you know, Thai is, is is a great example. Um we, we do have a lot of yummy Thai dishes that we bring in and out. But um yeah, lots lots of varieties. The other thing that's really changed over the years for us is um, the ability to be able to deliver freezer to cook menu items. Oh. Um, I think that's really, uh, a, a draw for people. And, um, you know, you, you don't really know. Well, these days are different because we're home all the time cooking, right? Yeah. So, um, but, but the power to be able to just open your freezer drawer and pull out a simple meal that you know you can, you know, cook in a half hour is pretty pretty powerful. I will say you um, guys
1: sent me the uh, beef barbacoa and I yeah. did that was like and I. the funny thing is is like I thought well I'll get it you know I'll put it in the freezer and then we'll just pull it out and I re- realized there was a day that we were so busy with you know Jake's like homework was kind of vexing him and I was doing online stuff and I realized oh my god I just need to throw something together and I've remembered that I had that and it really yeah. was something that was like still felt really home cooked but I honestly yeah. it was so easy it was kind of ridiculous
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is great, though, right? And I mean, it's like the ease of a frozen pizza, but the taste and the wellness and the quality, like you said, of something you feel pro- you know, more of a home-cooked meal. Yeah, because um, the freezer
1: is- aspect, it made me not have to worry about, you know, like I sit and I look at my fridge and I'm like, oh, I got to eat that before it goes bad. But that's what I loved about it being in the freezer.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of one thing that's that, you know, over the years, these, um you know, delivery services, which are the, you know, like the blue apron plated and that where you, you know, they deliver the meals and the recipes, which is, I mean, it's a great concept in terms of, you know, cooking at home. But to your point, like, you actually have to be able to pull it off within a certain amount of time. Yeah. And that's not always possible. And then you're you feel guilty about that, right? It's like, oh, my gosh, I just spent all the money. So yeah, to your point, having it, you know, on hand ready to go, really is convenience. And also these days, it's Quick shopping. So, you know, with our our method right now with Express, the ability to order online and just pick up curbside at the store is so nice. I mean, literally, when you're today, you know, going into the grocery store, it's kind of a scavenger hunt and you're sort of hoping that you can get everything you need and you want to get out of there really quickly. And, you know, I think it's becoming more and more of a challenge with out of stock on so many key ingredients. And um, that's one thing that you know, we're able to really work through. We can work through all of that on our end to be able to deliver a finished package with everything you need to pull it off.
1: And that's, and, and that truly is that we were just talking about how you have to like, you know, you start to think, I'm going to do some, you know, Korean barbecue stir fry. And so you're like, yeah, I've got beef. And then you're like, oh, I've got rice. But then all of a sudden you realize you don't have soy sauce or you <laughs> don't have what, but you're already into the mix, right? And so that's what, and you're like, I'm not going to run out and go and grab one ingredient and kind of use my daily trip. So I do like the fact that, you know, you guys have, kind of all that stuff kind of ready to go and it's already set you know I think that's kind of a fun yeah. and then you can adjust like we added a bunch of hot sauce to the barbacoa that we loved you know <laughs> and I threw in like a ton that's of cilantro up. freshly cut because that was in my fridge so it's kind of almost nice. in my mind like the base and then you can kind of
2: flourish how you need to exactly that's so great yeah yeah so it works. To, for any level of cook I would say for yeah. you know a college student that's adulting for the first time this is a great way you know get those three serving meals totally. to to do on their own to you know your level which obviously you can doctor things up and, and so but but it gives you a break as well like you said you right. know or something if you're, if you're in a time crunch. Like I didn't you know, have I to think was-
1: and then I could like loosen myself up a little bit to then add fun stuff. What I like also about your website is that you can pick these meals based on a lot of criteria like you can choose the, yeah. to look for things that are cooked from frozen like this or you could choose for gluten-free options under 400 calories per serving low sodium you can customize and find the things how many meals do you think you have like you know that people can choose from
2: yeah you know it it's um we have well over 20 i would say probably 24 24 or so at a time, but also in three and six serving size. And then we do have appetizers as well. Like, you know, every freezer should have a pan of our our sliders. high cheese sliders are yeah. so good. And, you know, it's just like super easy to pull out, you know, if, for, for actually a meal or if you're entertaining someday when we can have people over. Um, but, yeah, and it, it varies. So we're always kind of freshening it up, bringing more in and and keeping it full. But, yeah, we have a, a wide variety I should say too, you know another thing that we're hearing a lot from our customers is how well it is to help serve their um, aging parents, yeah, you know um, I love that idea and and yeah, and getting you know those that three serve option it's you know it's only sixteen dollars for three servings and and honestly they they do work well if in a in you know if you you have a little bit left over some they heat up really well or you or like the barbecue beef burrito bowls you could use it in a a different way the next day on a salad or a wrap or something like that you know but um you know to get to folks you know your people that are really compromised right now during this time frame it's it's a great way to get some solid meal options to them
1: yeah and i like the idea of having like a baked ravioli lasagna or you know risotto with chicken and asparagus something that's kind of balanced but interesting because that's another thing that you know you kind of think you give to your parents and you stick it in your their freezer and you're like just this is for you know if you need it and we can you know you can use it and it's interesting enough to not have them you know my mom is definitely like if she's gonna get bored she's going out you know what i mean and i'd rather (laughs) give her more options to stay in so right that's great Yeah, so how many yeah. locations, Darcy, do we have now?
2: Yes, we have four. So we're at Maple Grove at the Shops of Arbor Lake. Um, we're in Woodbury. We are also in Eden Prairie and Apple Valley. So okay. the four corners. Um, we also, um, for when you order on Express, so you can do the curbside pickup, and for hundred orders over $100, we'll deliver oh. within the local delivery, within the Twin Cities right now, just helping to get out, you know, um we will do that as well and that's um yeah you just order it through express so we've got deliveries going out on tuesdays thursdays and saturdays nice um Great. i said yeah i should mention the stores are closed on sundays during the stay-at-home time just you know from our scheduling standpoint and everything but uh, otherwise we've got uh you know come on come on over or the best and easiest way is to order online with that curbside and just pick it up um, all right Thank you so much. This is
1: so great. And a local company, local innovators, you guys are doing really good stuff. And uh, we'll put a link up on our show page and hopefully people can, it'll be a resource for them.
2: Thanks so much, Darcy. Thank you for all you guys are doing for all of us. Oh, thanks, Darcy. Thank
1: you. Oh, awesome. Stay safe. We'll be right back.
0: Stephanie is just chastising me to not open the microphone and sing. <laughs> I'm not going to, but you Pink can. and Chris Stapleton, come on. I know.
1: Uh, it's the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, gang. 651-641-1071. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, we do have Brian on the line. Brian, how are you? I'm doing well. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on today? Well, if we don't have a state fair, what food would you miss? Oh, Good question. You know, for me, I think it would be the corn dog because I kind of have a feeling that I cannot eat corn dogs anywhere but the state fair. Okay, yeah. How about you, Brian?
2: Um, Wild rice and beef cheeseburger.
1: Yes.
0: And giggles, campfire grill, duck drummies. The
1: duck drummies are killer.
0: Those were so good. Those were so good.
1: I feel like we could do duck drummies somewhere. No, no one's going to do them. Bring them
0: over. Bring them. Meritage, Mike. Thank you. Thanks,
1: Brian. Oh, Brian! I love that, Brian. It comes to the, our show at the State Fair. Yes, he does.
0: Stephanie, <laughs> why am I it? just like stymied with an answer here? You
1: had nothing. What would you miss the most? I mean, and I'll expand on my product, my corn dog thing because I've tried. Like I've tried to have them like in the freezer. Uh-huh. Like I had some Schwann's ones, and those were good. But it's just, it's not. It's never the same. It's the hot fry that they get going that I can't do. But I did do cheese curds this week, you guys. I don't know okay. if you saw that.
0: So mine would I know my husband's, which would it's embarrassing. It's Peter's Wiener's. Yeah. I don't even know why. They're not even good. He just has to have them. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Mine would be probably cheese curds, which I know you can get anywhere, but there's something about the mouse and the cheese curds. The mouth trap. Yep. Um, I should
1: have, I mean, I know there's no point in me bringing you cheese curds because that, that's the silly thing to
0: try to fry and travel like that. Well, and but, there's good cheese curds in the Twin Cities, other places, but yeah, that's some, something about that. Something about that. And then also, and I don't even know what this place is. It's right um, across from like fame, the old famous days, which is now I think RJ's. Oh. Um, the weird taco stand that just has a really good salsa. Oh, okay. And I, every time yeah, I, I get a it. soft shell taco there, and I don't even know why, because it's not like it's the best, but yeah. the salsa's good, and it's like a, a memory thing. Yeah. And also probably um, the peaches. Yeah. And the fries. <laughs> this is how this is going to go. And all the stunt beers are fun. Yeah. Oh, and the ballpark onion rings. Oh. I could just keep yeah. going. Oh, I know. Oh, and the, the Midway Burger. Oh, the Midway Men's Club burger, the steamed burger. I do agree with that one for sure. I was thinking
1: like malts, you know, but it's really about like the dipping of the pretzel in the malt there. Like I have to like the walking down to the stinky cow barn to get my lovely i know it's it's hard to isolate the food from that
0: experience because it's not the same
1: and so let's just have a moment to talk about it by the way 651-641-1071 if you want to have a call about this um you know the idea that the state fair has not said that they are you know they have not said either way right now things are on track um for their state fair in the end of august they did say that it will not be moved to a different date, and it will not be changed in any way, shape, or form. So it's all or nothing. So either we have our state fair, as we normally do, or we don't. So did that make you feel better or worse? Anything?
0: Worse. Okay. Because it made me feel like it's, if they're going to have to do safety measures and what have you, that they're just going to say this isn't a good idea. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it made me feel a little worse. It also was interesting what people aren't thinking about because the state fair was like, we can wait and decide till August 1st. No, they can't. People have to order food. People have to order paper goods. They have to start getting employees. Right. Right. That decision is going to come well, and there's sooner rather than later. Yeah,
1: I, that's the thing. As I would tell you, is that the vendors who, who travel state fairs, they they have to make travel plans. They have to figure out, you know, if and then there's the state, the county fairs that come before us, and so those will either get scheduled or not scheduled. And I think that's where we'll start to see the tickdown. I do down. too. So, we'll, do you
0: think it's June
1: that we'll know? Yes.
0: That's what I was thinking. Too. I think
1: by June we'll know. Yep. So, and I think we'll, it'll be within the next. Yeah, I do. And I, and I'm, I am trust. I mean, like everybody, I, 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 I invite you to mourn if it does get canceled and no one loves the state fair, maybe more than us nope. who spend every day there. Nope. But I also very much know that my favorite thing I would want to keep as my favorite thing. And I don't want to go to the state fair and feel terrified and to feel
0: like it's. I eat. don't want to go there wearing a mask and, and I don't pull my go. mask I don't down either. to eat my sweet Martha's cookie yeah. or my. And corn like get uh,
1: scared because somebody bumps up against me. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I want the mass of sweaty Minnesota to be together and feel good about it.
0: And I want to sit in a public like beer garden yeah, up and in like, the. And fight northern for chairs hanger. and not have to yes. wipe them all
1: down in between. Mm-hmm. This is my hope. This is my hope. So if that's the way it is, it is. Okay, we have Jennifer on the line. Hey, Jennifer, what's going on today?
2: Um, I'm outside, so I'm sorry if there's traffic noise, um, but I love to start with the java with the espresso and the ice cream. It's way down on the end of the grandstand. Yes. Yes. A little sweet, a little caffeine, and then the world's best fries, um, with their malt vinegar. Love it. Oh, there already good
1: well done good taste memory love it i have heard Thanks, too jennifer.
0: speaking of jennifer and her walking that you can walk the fairgrounds because oh, they're open. i feel
1: like people have been sh- like sending me biking pictures to yeah. the state fair that i'm like you're not helping but that's a good place <laughs> that's
0: socially distant probably <laughs> it is
1: because the why wa- because the streets are so wide, wide. Yeah. yeah lots of people are saying that um
0: 651-641-1071 we do have a question about a wedding anniversary do you oh yeah i'll read, I'll it. read it oh you got it okay. um okay uh it's a 10-year wedding anniversary They had planned a vacation, but due to COVID, it's not happening. They never do anything for themselves. Because they're parents of four kids. Yeah. So they want to have an anniversary on May 1st. They'll drive to wherever, pay whatever. And they live in St. Michael. They're very adventurous foodies, but they're looking for a good experience. Is it terrible to tell him to go to a drive, <laughs> drive-in? drive No, God, no. I because I think... I think that's a lovely idea. Yeah, to go to, like, the Galaxy drive-in and drive, th- eat inside your car, like, enjoy each other's company, and then maybe... Um, get some... Go to Taylor's Falls for that. Because I don't think Galaxy's open yet. Okay. But there's a great Taylor's... drive in there, that Taylor's Falls Taylor's drive, Falls, in, the drive yes. in.
1: The drive in in Taylor's Falls is, is you know, and it's a beautiful area. So you can, like, go for a walk. Yeah. Go for a walk. And I then... love that
0: idea. We did yeah. that last summer and it was really fun. It's
1: gorgeous. And they have, their burgers are great. They have a Western burger, the only barbecue burger I will eat in the entire world is they that. They have really burger. good
0: homemade root beer too.
1: So much. So definitely. Also, I would say think about doing, a, I mean, if you want to do something really wonderful, you could think about doing, you know, like a take and bake from like Grand Cafe, which has a, you know, they're doing wonderful big meal packs and things that you can then do at home and set up a gorgeous thing outside your, you know, like do a little picnic. Oh, that's cute. Yeah.
0: Like, um, so my friend Molly King and I talked this week, and she's having dinner parties in her driveway, yeah, where she has two chairs set up, TV trays. She gives you the menu of the restaurant in advance that they're gonna order from. oh, yeah, she they deliver it mm-hmm. and there's no you bring your own beverage, yeah, socially distance, a lot of people are doing these these live happy hours
1: now in people's yep. yards, and I think i'm I'm supportive of it as long as you're in their safe distances and whatever. Yeah. Um, but I also think, also, I think a fun thing would be to pack a picnic and to go get your takeout if you want to do something special so you're Kirtix not at is home. great
0: for that But like, you can yeah, get like, the liquor too. Put
1: everything in your, you know, I mean like bring a blanket or bring some mm-hmm. chairs and maybe even some candles and then go and grab your stuff. And here's a great spot there's the commons area in front of us bank stadium oh yeah that one has little tables and chairs and nobody is there downtown minneapolis and it's this gorgeous green expanse and i would say go set up a gorgeous little picnic for yourself there that's my idea i love that idea here's a question from a friend who is looking for her son has and i was going to ask you about this because i think i don't know chicken pot pie oh i know who's got good chicken pot pie? i know
0: Colossal Cafe. Oh, and she can pick it up. It's fantastic, yes. Or Bub's Aussie Pies and Woodbury. Those are fantastic chicken pot pies, too. And they have a drive-through window.
1: Oh, excellent. You can okay, get a box
0: frozen or cooked. I don't know. She's looking, Oh, she, yeah, she's like fresh local or national frozen delivery. Yeah, okay. Bub's Aussie Pies, it's local company, and then Colossal Kitchen.
1: Okay, awesome. awesome cafe. Great. You guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with the second hour full of very good things.